We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hale from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. One hell of a weekend last week in pro wrestling. The Royal Rumble went down on Saturday. This whole show is about the Royal Rumble, and it still might not be enough because we don't know what the hell is happening on Friday. So by the time Friday rolls around, people are going to be like, we need another episode. But don't worry, tons of wrestling for you guys today. We're running down every single match, what we thought of it, the overall grade. Of course, digging into everything with the bloodline. And guess what, everybody? I made another bet. (laughs) I'm going to admit this because I can. I was a little tipsy. By this time, Mm -hmm. after the Royal Rumble, had a few drinks. We're chilling. I bought the hype train. I couldn't wait. I went against everything I said on the show last week. It's like, no, they're switching. This is what's going to happen. I even offered it. I, I dropped the gif in. I was like, I smell a bet. I was like, you want to bet? Another brunch slash dinner bet for Mania weekend. You want me to feed me all week? I don't feel great about this. Nah, go ahead. Tell, <laughs> tell me what the bet is so people can no. understand what you just did. They'll... Oh, we're going to get to you on a whole We're going to get to it. Okay. When we talk about that section of the Royal Rumble, we're going to get to it. All right. We're, so the people know what we did. You know, that was the good part of the week. The bad part of the weekend is my Niners loss. Uh, it's all bad. But it was kind of like Cody with the torn peck. <laughs> except it wasn't scripted. Like, what do you do? You lose, all, you lose four quarterbacks in a game, like in a season? Four? I need Brock Purdy, like his entrance into the game. Like when he came back from injury. To just have the Cody music behind it. That's what I need. I'm going to make that edit probably for our TikTok. And if you guys don't know, Corner Podcast has a TikTok. At Corner Podcast. Apparently. uh, Kids love us on TikTok. Dude, they don't think they like me. No, no, no. They're roasting your ass in the comment section. Talking about Tommy Fury. Saying Tommy Fury is going to get knocked out. Roasting you. The video right now has 220,000 views. That's ins- that is insane. For me saying the time fear is going to get knocked out. And then I, I looked. I made the mistake and I looked at the comments. I was like, what is going on? And it was like, he don't know boxing. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> he 
These kids are like 17. You don't know boxing. You know, I was sitting there. I'm like, hey, man, you know, they say fuck them kids. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, y'all kids are trash. Like, you gonna sit there and tell me that Tommy Fury is going to beat Jake Paul? That's that, what they tell it. It was like, hey, man, Anthony Taylor's a good fighter. Anthony Taylor's an MMA fighter. <laughs> like, they are riding for Anthony Taylor. <laughs> He's got a oh, chin, though. Oh, man. Stop. Anthony Taylor singing clip did numbers. Amazing, amazing first week for us on TikTok. If you guys have a TikTok, go follow us, show support, like all our stuff. Really helps out. You can also find our clips on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, a little bit everywhere. People hey. are loving the social clips. Hey, listen. It's a good talk, first week. I don't do any of this. Kel does this. You're killing it. Like, oh, thank you. Some would say I get paid to do this in real life. Yeah, that's, that's the word on the street is you get paid to do this. So it's, you know, it's only right you bring those magical powers to the corner podcast. Yes. We make these beautiful social media clips. And then um, and people are like really engaging with it. I've had people in my DMs. I've had people like messaging me like, oh. what TV show is this? I was like, for real? <laughs> All right, it's just like, nah. And shout out to everyone here. Couldn't do it without everyone Absolutely. here at Blue Wire Studios. I mean, just the, the quality of it and everything. And we just really figured out how to make it work. So um, shout out to Gully Blanchard on Twitter who hit us up and was like, yo, he was riding the BART home in the Bay and looked over. He's like, what the hell's going on? He heard your voice. Someone was watching the clip, the Jake Paul clip on the train <laughs> in San Fran. And he's like, yo, that's Andre. It's a random ass person watching the clip. So it's, you know, the movement's moving for 2023. Hey. So uh, the, the kids know where it's at on TikTok. Yeah. We're, we're, we're grow, we're I don't like any of you children, so you're going to continue <laughs> to get these takes on TikTok. You can continue to be mad at old man Andreas. <laughs> Go get these hot takes. They ain't even hot, man. These are these are <laughs> normal ass takes. These kids want hot to, takes. To right? them, it's hot. To them, they're like, "What? Tommy Fury's going to lose?" Yeah, don't let this they look at Tommy food. Fury. They look at Jake like that man's not losing. I don't know how they get Tyson Fury's little brother. He's on Love Island. You right. survive Love Island, you survive anything. I can't wait till we do, like, till the fight happens, and then after Jake knocks out Tommy, and we do, well, you have to do the magic of editing, so we got to yeah. do the flashback <laughs> clip, and it's got to zoom in, and he's got to have the echo. He's going to kick his ass, ass, as you roll the clip in of him getting knocked out, and then I'm just standing there, like, the camera's like, There's, there's a TikTok trend of That's So Raven, where it's, oh, like, just God. your face, and then it pulls in, and then you show, like, we you need see that. the future. I got you. All right. I got that loaded up already. On yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Dre's just clairvoyant. I can't right wait. now. <laughs> I can't wait to ruin you. I don't kids know life. what these kids are thinking. I don't know. I don't care. They would make worse bets than me. I'm going to troll all you kids on TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok. I'm coming for you. Every last one of you. I ain't, I ain't public enemy number one yeah. on TikTok. Abusing children. This, man, this, man, this man with his gray beard. He yep. don't know boxing. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, who's this? He got gray in his beard. Oh, watch the best. Don't let these grays fool you. I'm going to piss all y'all off. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it's been a great, great week. So much combat sports in general to talk this week. Of course, today, like I mentioned, is pro wrestling. But we also have boxing MMA to talk later in the week. Amanda Serrano, undisputed title fight, MSG. Alicia Bumgarner going for undisputed at the co-main. Going to be an amazing card there. Can't wait to watch women's boxing just... Oh, last year was good. We're just rolling into another year. We are. No, nonstop for women's boxing. So that'll be the highlight in boxing. MMA, UFC is coming back to the apex. And they have a pay-per-view in like a week. Yeah, it's Perth. You know, it's a, like pay-per-view, week off. Pay-per-view, week off. Pay-per-view, like rolling in the dough. We're going to talk about Jake Paul on that show. Logan Paul. Logan Paul, too. The well, Jake Paul, corner. you know, coming to PFL. And uh, then Logan Paul... 
the official drink of the UFC. Man, it was just in the Royal Rumble. We're going to talk about them possibly taking over combat sports. Crazy. And how two kids who are just YouTubers in three years, three and a half years, infiltrated all aspects of combat sports. Good for them. Most popular people in all aspects of combat sports. They take it all seriously. Crazy. So we'll, we'll talk about more of that on the boxing show. Of course, we'll talk Logan on this show yeah. as we get into it. As we always start these show after pay-per-view episodes, what is your overall grade for the Royal Rumble? Oh, that's a good one, man. Um, the women's and men's Royal Rumbles were solid. The main event was, I mean, the stories, like that sports entertainment. Uh, everything else in between was whatever. I still give it a B. It was a B. I was entertained. I'm giving this an A. An A? Solid A. Okay. Men's Rumble? Granted, didn't have a bunch of old, you know, like people in or NXT people, but the roster's bloated. So you got like your roster involved. Cool. That didn't bother me. I could have went without Booker T. Like, if you had to bring somebody back from back in the day. Damn, he was in it. I didn't need Booker T, but whatever. But of all people, the man who capes the most for WWE, of course he's going to show up at the Royal I just saw his ass on the pre-show. That's not even a surprise. Show me somebody I ain't seen in a while. Yeah, Michelle McCool jumped up in, in the yeah. Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, okay, whatever. So, we'll talk about that more in depth. But Men's Rumble, cool. Women's Rumble, like the ending. That was cool, and I get yeah. the story they were telling. And then... Bray Wyatt match, we'll talk about that. So that takes the grade down a notch. That's that's part of the reason why it's a B. And then Alexa match takes the grade down a notch. That's why we're at a B. The main event was so good that I damn near wanted to give this an A+. This entire Royal Rumble, I didn't care if it didn't have Royal Rumble. What if, I didn't care if Trips went out there and was like, you know what? Fuck it. No rumble tonight. And he crossed it out like the cage match for the women on Raw 30. I don't care if it was just this main event. Roman's done this several times. But in terms of a payoff of a show, I can't remember a payoff being this satisfying. And and, and we've been to AEW shows. Yeah. Moxley coming out, me losing the handshake bet, me like we punk. We we've seen some AW shows. I can't remember a pay-per-view like this with the payoff that was so perfect and wants leaves you wanting more. Because yeah. it's not the end of the story. Since Punk Cena? Um, where I woke up the next day and you're like, what way are we going? Because it could have yeah. went so many different directions. They could have held Punk out for three months. Which they should have. They, they, really, they, they blew they, that. Yeah, I mean, they, they really it. did. But it's one of those things where you just, you don't know where it's going, but it was so perfectly done. This is the first feeling I've had since Punk Cena, where it's just like, perfect. And, you know, I thought the, the ending of this was phenomenal. I mean, this was art. This was cinema. Better uh, win an Emmy. Yeah, like, it, it was so well done, and we'll go in depth on everything with Sammy and the uh, calling back to the Seth hitting Roman with the chair. Like, there was so many callbacks, and the, the I mean, it was, it was perfect. This was the perfect ending of a really good match that left us wondering, wow, what's next? Um, and you think, you know, a lot of people, we'll talk about this storyline and where it fits in the grand scheme of the greatest storylines in pro wrestling history. Yep. Um, and it's up there. 
It is up there. It may not be the best. I think there's a few others. We ain't even at the end yet. And it's up. That's that's what's going to that's what's going to uh, figure this whole thing out because I think about Dusty Rose and Ric Flair. I think about there's a lot of great stories, but this one has been handled so well. I mean, this was tremendous, man. But dude, you said this is why I gave it a B. Your boy, you you had hope and optimism. We, we, we gonna get into we it. gonna get it's, into it's Bray rough. Wyatt, but it's rough. Uh, sponsored by Mountain Dew. Yeah, Pitch Black. Wolf. Yeah. Uh, Cole, I'd rather watch Cole's clip of him drinking Mountain Dew continuously Bro. from the show than that match again. All right. But the, the main event was so great, like I said. And um, I saw a report. I don't know if it's true. Who knows what's true on the dirt sheets. But um, that the agent for this entire storyline since the summer is Paul Heyman. They just gave Paul the keys to it. I wouldn't be surprised. And um, this has kind of been like Paul's, even though he's involved in it, like, his driving force. Yeah. He gets with Roman, he gets with the guys, and, and he's steering the ship in this storyline. Which, if that comes out as true when this is all said and done, I don't know how Paul Heyman isn't one of the greatest minds in wrestling history. I, I understand you got to have Vince, right? Like, Vince has to be the greatest mind in wrestling history. You know, dumbass stuff he does outside of pro wrestling aside. He may be a horrible human being, but like he's considered the greatest mind in pro wrestling history. Paul Heyman, though, like with ECW and then taking a step back and then what he did in WCW before then and then coming to WWE and all his storylines, there's, there's very few times where you look at Paul and something is involved in and be like, he missed. No, it doesn't happen too often. I mean, if you think about ECW, the stuff he did with keeping Taz and Sabu away from each other for so long. And then the moment that it happened, he knew what he was doing. He, first of all, Paul Heyman understands long-term booking and payoff. That is one thing that Paul does better than just about anybody. And things like he did with Mikey Whipwreck in ECW and <laughs> Rob Van Dam, damn near like never losing the television title. He understood longevity, storytelling, and emotional payoff. So when you say that, yeah, you're right. It sounds like something Paul Heyman would do because it has lasted nine months and it's, it hasn't, there was a moment, I think it was last, early summer, we were like, is it getting stale? But then it never got stale. And big credit to Sami Zayn, obviously. Uh, and if you haven't watched his interview with Ariel Hawani, you should go ahead and watch that because he talks about the way he handles himself. Like, you, you kind of understand why Sami's so good at what he does. Like, dude, the man was a comedic force as well. Popping the boys, like... Everything that he did kept us thoroughly entertained. And Roman's been fantastic, but the true star of this everything is Jay Uso. If you go, phenomenal. you go back to Hell in the Cell, you go back to the Jay and Roman feud, it all like I've talked to Jay in the past, I've interviewed him in the past. I interviewed him, I want to say before the match with Roman. And I remember asking him, eh, is there any chance you get your ass whooped or you beat his ass and y'all get together. And he was like, yeah, like Samoan SWAT Team 2.0. We had like this long I remember conversation. remember that interview. Yeah. But we talked and Jay's as real as it gets. There is not like, there isn't like the Jay Uso you see on TV is the Jay Uso you were talking to. First of all, you think he's black. Right? <laughs> like if you, if you never met <laughs> the guy, them Samoan cats for whatever reason, it's like the Booyah tribe, right? Like it's like, they might, might as well be brothers, right? Yeah, definitely. But, that person has been on screen, but he has acted his ass off, like to a T. Facial expressions, even though Sami Zayn has popped him a few times, <laughs> caught him off guard. But if you head into 
the Hell in the Cell. You go into, you know, with Jimmy and Jay and then the bloodline and then not wanting Sammy, then accepting Sammy. And then just the small nuances of him watching Roman get hit with a chair and him basically quitting the bloodline. It all makes sense. This is not bad acting. Like, this is a story. And we're all invested because everybody is playing their part. Solo Sokoa was playing his part. The deadpan muscle. (laughs) Solo's incredible. Man, don't care. Like, hey, when they was going to get Sammy out of there last week? Easy. You think Solo Solo didn't have a look on his face like, really? No, he was like, all right, cool. Dead flinch. Got to get you out of here. Like, straight up bodyguard. There's a clip of Roman where you can read his mouth. I guess they were walking up the ramp. He's like, Solo, we're at war now. Like, and Solo's just like, like, he's just been waiting for that, like, Oh, the gloves are off? Like, let's get it. Solo, yeah. he, he always looks like he's at war. He's like, what, we weren't at war? Yeah, he's like, oh, what, word? Now I can really go crazy? And Paul Heyman being brilliant as well. Like, this is a, everything about this is brilliant. You, if you're a WWE hater, right, and you say this storyline sucks, you're just a hater. Because there's no, no there's no way you watch the storyline be like, this isn't good. This no. is good shit. This is the type of storyline that brings Laps fans back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just... It's it's so real. It's so raw. It's it's funny because like right now, simultaneously in my entertainment life, I have two of arguably the best stories going side by side. It's taking up all my time. You know, I like my reality TV shows. Uh, I can't even get to that. No, yeah. like I've been like lapsed on those. Like it's been, um, I'm backlogged a little bit because The Last of Us. I've only watched the first and episode. this, and. It's weird, right? Because you watch, like, shows off of books. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, they're messing up the book or they forgot this on a book. Like, huge Harry Potter fan. I think that all the time. The Last of Us is very much like the video game. Oh, I can't wait to watch And the acting is as phenomenal as the video game was and played out. And it's just like, every episode is heartbreaking. It's the most miserable video game ever. I hated you for recommending this to me. And then you're like, part two is coming out. I was like, damn, I got to be sad again. Oh, but it's sadder. Yeah, it's even sadder. It's just like misery in a video game, but they're bringing it to the screen. It's phenomenal. And then you have this in pro wrestling, and it's just like, yo, it's just such good television. Yeah. Above pro wrestling, it's good television. You know the best part? This never happens if Vince is still here. No, he would have blown it up by now. Yeah. Sammy says as much. Yeah, he does. In the aerial interview. was very telling. Shout out to Sean Rossat. He's been on, on the show. And everyone over there, everyone at Fightful, they were out there, had a strong presence. Um, Denise was out there. They did not hold back with their questions. When oh, they no. have like the open carpets. Yeah. And I was like, I was watching Denise's interview too. I was like, yo, is there no PR person around? They got such great, real, raw responses that that's a change that Vince would have never allowed. The aerial interview... Not kayfabe, really. Like, it's mixed in a little bit, but, like, it's very real. Yeah. They hadn't broken up yet. It was like a Roman on Jimmy Fallon. It's like, it's like, hey, like, who do you think can challenge you for the belt? It's a guy, Cody Rhodes, coming back. There's a guy, though, still, Sami Zayn, people want. It's like, he's still in yeah. your bloodline. This would have never allowed that, like, kayfabe-wise to be like, no, you don't mention him as a, as a threat. He's with you. But everyone knows where it was going. Like, it's so real. It blurs the lines of, like, what you think you know, what you do, the swerves. And the from a lot of those interviews with Fightful this weekend, again, amazing. 
a lot of them is very telling about the Vince days and the drastic change when trips took over. Oh, 100%. Um, Austin Theory talked to Denise. Yeah, it's not that it was bad under Vince. Yeah, okay. But when I dropped the suitcase, the briefcase and trips came in, it's like I was able to really be myself. I was less scripted. I was able to find who I am as entertaining. It's like, and I'm working my way up with that. Yep. And he didn't take it as a demotion. A lot of people were like, oh, you lost it's over for it. It's a demotion. Nah, no, this is how it should go from a guy like Trips who had to work through the mid card. And some of his greatest feuds were IC title. Yeah. Him and Rock built shit on IC title before they ever headlined. Yep. And that's why it made sense. That's why it was so good. And he was like, you can't skip those steps. And, and so many people were skipping steps, getting burnt out and being done. Yep. We'll talk about Bray. But like, <laughs> When he came as the Fiend, the Fiend's an amazing character. You burnt it out. You skipped a million steps. It was done. And then now he has to figure out his fifth character. Yep. And there's growing pains. It was like, yo, make magic. All right, I made magic. Make magic again as a baby face, Bray, with Randy Orton. All right, made magic. Put magic, maggots on the floor. All right, Bray, make magic again. It's like, all right, create this shit, the Firefly Funhouse of the Fiend. All right, cool. We're releasing you. Make it again. It's like, fuck. It's fatigue, man. You know how hard it is to make four dope characters? Yep. People can't make one in this business. People cannot make one character that gets over. That's the man to do four. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, it's very telling that now they're kind of figuring themselves out. So not that it was like a weekend with people just hating on Vince, but you can tell, like, if he forces his way back, it's over because, like, then I think there'll be more mutiny in a locker room. Oh, yeah. Nobody there'll be people... You'll be like, yo, I'm just walking. Because at least before, it was the status quo. There was no other way. Oh, it's going to be shitty. It's good. We said it on the show. You said, no, it's always going to be like this. This is how WWE is. This is how Vince is. They'll rip up your script tomorrow. Yep. Two hours before Raw. Like, you don't know what you're doing. If you're on TV, what makes sense, what doesn't. You'll be on a few with this guy this week. Uh, you know, fucking three-man tag next week with two other people. It's like nothing made sense. now. But now they've gotten a taste outside of NXT. Like, they've gotten a taste of what it could be. There's no going back. No, and uh, I, I liken it to, you know, living in a two-parent household and your father's, like, abusive. But you think that's love, right? You're like, oh, he kicks my ass. That's love. That's love. And then he leaves. And you're like, oh, it's so much better. I ain't get my ass kicked every week, right? Like, I can eat cake. You know what I'm saying? I have dessert with my dinner. If I don't mow the lawn, I don't get beat up. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, might lose my allowance. Or things make sense now at home. Then that dad comes back and you were like, oh, no. You can't come back here. So Vince is an abusive parent. That's basically what I'm saying. You can't come back here. No, you can't come back here. I'm defending mom, right? Like, (laughs) mm -mm. you can't come back with your abusive ass. Because you don't know what abuse is until you are on the other side. Yeah, it's just normal. Yeah. Now it's like they've had a taste of freedom. And, like, you know, some of the old heads be like, I miss Vince. You know, the OGs be like, yeah, I like when daddy whooped my ass. But then there's other people who's like, you know, tough no. love. Yeah, no, that, that tough love. Like, we are a family. Yep. And this company is, you can see everybody's happy yep. that Vince is gone. It is what it is. Big roles, small roles, because that's the other thing. People believe it'll come like full circle. If they just work, like, my character can get over. Yeah. I could be in position. Sammy last year was dead to rights. It was like, hey, wrestle Johnny Knoxville. I'm sure Sammy was just like, whatever. Fuck it. I want to be on Mania. Boy. This is what I got to do to get on there. I just signed back at this company. Right. You got nothing for me. 
They're like, you know what? I'll make the best of this. And he did. Yep. Great match. And then had nothing for him after Knoxville. He was just like doing his Sammy, like annoying thing. And then tried to annoy Roman. And then it was funny. They're like, do it again next week. And then did it for like four weeks. And then Vince was out. Yep. And it stuck. So we are. It's one of those things where it's like, man, when, when stuff is done right and a little bit of change, and that's all I needed because I'm not foolish enough to think WWE has changed drastically, right? Like, the old man is head of the board. Like, they're, they're only going to do so much. Could come down to the people who are steadfast. Sammy should wrestle Roman Reigns main event of Mania night two. No, nothing else will do. I'm we'll, quitting wrestling if he doesn't. Uh, we'll get um, Again, Sammy, interview, Errol Hawani. Phenomenal. Errol's one of the best interviewers any sport, very in good. sports. Yeah. Sammy was very open. said, I do not look like the face of the company. No. Those guys, Roman, Brock, Cody, they look like the face of the company. He's like, I'm good enough to be world champion here. And I would just be that, a champion. I don't, there's a difference between being a champion and being the face of the company. Very real. Very honest. Very transparent. I like it. Oh, amazing. And this weekend, though, Sam reminds me a lot of Owen Hart. Makes me sad because Owen was gone too soon. Yeah. But, like, Owen always had that, like, yo, I'm really as good as all these motherfuckers. But you're giving me weird storyline. But always made the best out of them. Yep. Funny, this, this, great wrestling, all this stuff. Always made the best out of it because he knew it was that good. And he he probably would have went on Rest in peace, Owen Hart, not to go in a, you know, a weird direction, but he was like two years away. Oh, yeah. Most from definitely. the SmackDown 6 and people that can go. Uh, he must not be named, got a title run. Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero, Rey Mysterio got a title run. Yeah. Owen would have got his run. He would have had it. And he would have never relinquished that shit. Like, Edge has a Hall of Fame big-time career. You can't look at Edge and be like, oh... Owen wouldn't have done that, you no. know? So it's like time and place. It's great to see these guys having their run. Storyline's phenomenal. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of the Royal Rumble. We're going to do this a little out of order. All right. I'm not going to torture myself. We're going to talk about the men's Rumble because it kicked off the show. We're going to talk about the women's Rumble. Two matches I never have to talk about <laughs> after today. And then we'll take a quick break and go through everything but bloodline, All right. including our bet. So, men's rumble. First and foremost, the star of the rumble. Oh, we know who the star is. Gunther. <laughs> star making performance. And it was little moments. But him, Lesnar face off. You I think you said it last week or the week before? It's the heat check. Yeah, the heat check. You, you need to see it and see how the fans react to it. Passed it. Flying colors. Fans was like, word? I told, like... The Royal Rumble, the best Royal Rumbles are you're building stories within, right? And you're testing things out. People that normally don't interact, they interact. The moment that we have Brock and Gunther staring at each other and you could feel it in the crowd, you know Hunter and the rest of the bookers like, all right, we got something here. Because it's not just like the man's just giving you tremendous matches week in and week out, right? It doesn't matter who he's working. But you're watching him stare at arguably one of your biggest stars of all time in Brock Lesnar. And the fans are like, yep, I can see it. Let's go. That's, that's hot shit right there. <laughs> 100% believable. 
at one time, there was just nothing but big, meaty men in the ring. Yeah. Like Brock, um, Lashley, Walter, or Gunther. Smaller version of Walter. But <laughs> Gunther. And then Braun Strowman. A bunch of big-ass dudes. It's a lot of big dudes. But, but I think the Royal Rumble was... This Royal Rumble was good, even though I predicted both winners. But I think anybody could have predicted them. There's something to giving the fans what they want. There, and there what is. makes sense. There is. Like, sometimes you don't have to subvert expectations by doing something just to say you're doing something else. No. You don't have to swerve. It's like, if Vince Russo booked this Royal Rumble, like, Ricochet would have won, which would have made you happy, but it wouldn't have made any damn sense. No. But you gave the people what they wanted, but everything else in between is what made sense. You know, the reports came out that Rey Mysterio was hurt, but obviously Dominic comes out with Rey's mask. Yeah. We know where we're going with this. Like, we don't need to play. Dominic versus Rey at WrestleMania. Duh. Lay the groundwork. Seth Rollins getting eliminated, dealing with Logan Paul. Boy. Seth Rollins is going to give Logan Paul the match of his life at WrestleMania. One hell of a match. He's going, like... And I know we're going to talk about the Pauls more, but, man, Logan's just kind of got it. And you know what they did? They was like, all right, you and Ricochet, coast to coast. <laughs> and they just collide on some Dragon Ball Z shit in the middle of the ring. And they just crash and burn. And then watch the crowd pop. Huge spot for Ricochet. It elevates him, gives him a Royal Rumble moment. Yep. Logan looks like a million bucks because of athleticism. He is a buckshot lariat. Like, it's the easiest oh, shit he, in the world. Yeah, he is that buckshot. That's nasty. Easy. Just so fluid. I do and, have a question. Um, so, I'm watching the Royal Rumble. Now, I've also got my son, so it's like he's running. When he's not running, he's crawling. He's not walking. He's cruising. He's standing around. So, I'm making sure he doesn't eat the wrong thing and, like, fall. Kofi gets in the ring. I look up. Kofi's gone. What did Kofi do? Kofi. So, <laughs> it was Woods on the outside gets eliminated first. He gets the chair yeah. from commentary. Okay. Has the chair in front of the, the table. Now, Kofi gets bumped off the apron and eliminated. And, like, supposed to turn both feet on the chair, grab the chair, and I think pogo the chair back to get in. I forgot who bumped him. Bumped him hard as fuck. Might have been Corbin. <laughs> I just looked up. He was hard like as a mofo. Full shoulder. Bop. Kofi flies. Takes the, ho takes the chair out. Woods out. Hits his head on the announce table. And Graves tries to save it. And he's like, well, he may be out, but his foot didn't touch it. the ground. Like, his foot is still on the chair. And I was like, and then he's like, his foot is on the chair. And then someone on his ear is probably like, nah, I got it. Like, <laughs> don't try to save it. And then they cut the camera. He's never seen again. Uh, I, Technically, yeah. he's never eliminated. So they want to bring him out on SmackDown. And he says, you know what? I was eliminated. My foot never touched. It'd be a funny gimmick. And then Ray would come too and show up. Yeah, Ray, Ray's still in the rumble. It. He's still in he the didn't rumble. He didn't even make it out there. Kofi would have a case. They could work it into a gimmick. Uh, but yeah, year two of botches, it's just, no, no fault to Kofi. He tries some cool, wild shit. But it's just to the point of there's so many variables and he's done so much already yeah. that it's like you can't you can't keep amping nah, the, the spots. One like takes right. It's like you got to chill, man. Sometimes you're not going to get it right. Um, I told you Cody was going to come in at like 30. He was not coming in at one. Thought he'd come in at one. Nah, man, you don't need that. Gunther won one, one to end. Yeah, like, they, they built other people. Like, Cody would have vultured the whole, whole Royal Rumble if he came in at one. Yeah. Now you gave Gunther his shine. 
Other people got their shine as well. Power in 14 minutes for Gunther. Man, it's not a small dude. It's not Rey Mysterio going. Nah. It's not Shawn Michaels going the disc. 114 for a big-ass dude. Yeah, but when Cody's music hit, we have to remember, and we'll talk about this more when we get to the main event, Twitter's just a small aspect of people in society. When Cody's music hit, that crowd reaction, I, I, I was like, oh, they're good. Like, <laughs> they're like Cody versus Roman, they're good. They're good. They're good. Don't, don't listen to Twitter. Twitter's just a microcosm of, like, greater society things. And Cody's music hit, look, we love Sammy, but that crowd is in love with Cody. They love him. It's very possible for it to be two people's times at once. It is. But she only got one spot. Yeah. So that's, that's where we happen to be. And you know what? That's the sign of a pretty damn good company. Yeah, like, you're okay. And I know some people are going to be like, they, they missed the bus, but we'll get there. Last summer, we had a show where we're like, who does Roman fight? Who he does ran he face out of next? People. Exactly. He ran out of people. There's no one credible to take the belts off him. How are you going to get these belts off of Roman after 900, 1,000 days to make it to Mania? There's no one credible in this company when Vince was booking stuff. Yeah. He's run through everyone. They've squashed everybody. There was no mid-card, no nothing. Who is credible? They got two. Damn near three if you want well, you to throw gotta, yeah. Owens in there. Well, you can throw Gunther in there and make it four. Throw Gunther. There's so many people. The Rock was mentioned. Well, we can. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm over that, but I'm we just saying. We were all, like, when The Rock didn't come out, I think we were all like, whew, we yeah, don't need him here. But there's like five, and then you Rollins is always hanging around with the storyline. Yeah. So that's it. Like, there's so much talent being used correctly that there's two storylines that make complete sense. No one's going to boo. It's not Daniel Bryan. Right. Daniel Bryan was like, what? There was only one. Yeah, it was like, so Orton gets the belt off like some screwy shit, and then you bring Batista back and just give it to him? Nah, man. After months of building something, like, out of the blue? It's not Cody, who, like, earned it before he left. It was like, what? That makes no sense. No. So it's not that case. There's multiple people that are 100% believable that they deserve this shot. Yeah. And that's great. That's, that's to AEW's credit, that's what they do a lot. Where you're looking, you'd be like, well, you know, this, this champion now, they still got beef with that guy. Like, Hangman Page could have four storylines. CM Punk was completely credible. We're seeing him and Moxley now. Could have ran that shit when he was champion. That would have been credible. You have him and Omega still always looming. Omega and MJF still get something going. Like, every champion is like, yo, there's multiple credible people at any time. Yep. And this makes sense. And WWE's finally getting back to that, where it's like, yeah, if someone wins a title, oh, shit, if Cody wins, Seth, him and Seth thing's still not finished. Okay, and then... Who else does Cody? And you're building other people. Not like, oh, Cody versus Gunther. And that's a whole nother faction he has to overcome. Damn, that's a really good feud too. And then well, what would Wyatt be? I don't know where it's going. But like if Wyatt and somehow they do a 180 and figure this shit out. That's a guy where it's like, do you put him in a title program? Not to win. Taker was in many title programs. To lose. Because he adds that darkness and you overcome this mystical shit. That adds a lot to a champion. So there's... There's people at the highest level. And that's what this Rumble showed is like, 
Trips was kind of like, you know what? We can bring the people from outside. And we had that last year. We had Bad Bunny. We had Shane. We had the random pod. We, we did that. Let me show you what I got. And we can wrestle. There was legit-ass wrestling in the midst of this Royal Rumble. Yeah. Sheamus. And it, it was a spot. Ricochet, like, no, it was Gargano. Hands over Corbin to Sheamus. And he does, like, the 10 beat. Like, Gargano's wrestling his ass off in this. He needs to go back to the old theme song. Because yeah. no one paused for the new one. No one yeah, knows no, what the fuck it is. Nobody wants that shit. But wrestled his ass off in this match. Ricochet had good spots. Like, there was good wrestling. Cody and Gunther at the end was a real wrestling match. Yeah. It's a 15-minute match after an hour for Gunther. <laughs> chopped the shit out of Cody. After he chopped, like, five other people throughout the midst of the match. Brock Lesnar took a chop. Yeah, I wonder how much he got paid for that chop. Yeah, but they paid a little extra. Yeah. And then the him and Lashley's story were phenomenal. Like, yeah. where we're getting to this point, which is weird, because I guess we'll talk just a tiny sprinkle about Raw while we're on this. Lashley's in the chamber again. Yeah, you know, gonna, I mean, Lesnar's going to blow it for him, probably. In the chamber? It's Lesnar. He probably lift the whole damn chamber up. <laughs> Maybe. But it seems like the hurt business and, you know, MVP takes the spear <laughs> this week. Lashley's uh, got an interesting story. It's like a story is not revolving around a title. It's just revolving around a little a few. bit about the U.S. title. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, there's things going on that are keeping us intrigued. Yeah. This is what the road to WrestleMania is supposed to be. Multiple storylines that we're all invested in for different reasons, not just one. Yeah. Or a poorly built one. Bianca and Sasha was a tremendous match. But I remember the road to that WrestleMania was like, this sucks. They could do so much more here. I feel like we're we're invested in these storylines. Granted, we're still, what, six weeks away? 61 days, whatever yep. the hell it is. But I, it feels like the road to WrestleMania. I, I feel good about this right now. Could change, but right now we're on the, the right path. A lot would have to change for me to be like, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. And okay, we have so much to talk about in that last segment with the bloodline. I, I have trust that there's not really an avenue anymore to really fuck it up. Like, to just have it be atrocious. Yeah. No, I think they're all right. That, that avenue is like past. Like, it's going to feel good no matter which direction you go. They're a good shape. With that one. So, men's rumble, Cody wins. Huge pop for Cody. Obviously, him, Roman. Cuts the promo on Monday. Good promo. Monday was the key. Yeah. How does the crowd react on Monday? You know what's really good about Cody is when he comes out, he's, he's got this thing. He goes, so what do you what guys want to talk about? And it, it sucks people in. And I'm like, <laughs> he's really good at this. And, yeah, he's good at the tearful promo and doing oh, it for his time. dad. And, yep. But the crowd ate it up. And everybody at home ate it up. And so any doubt that this, what, like, what else would you have Cody do? Like, I, I understand people want Sammy versus Rome. We'll get to the bet in a minute and this other nonsense. But... <laughs> There's ways. Cody and Roman is the match to make. And it's even okay if Cody loses. And I'll explain why when we get to that bloodline segment. Yes. But there, there is a sensible way that Cody loses, and this makes sense. But, and Cody's, it like, Cody on his way out from AEW, every time you thought he was just going to, like, eat up something, oh, the TNT title, I'm going to eat that up. No, he's not. Oh, I'm going to be the, the AEW champion. Well, he lost a match where he'd never be champion again. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, Cody is comfortable in these roles of losing big moments. And I think people are going to be so invested in him that there may, I don't know if they've booked the finish to Mania yet or if they've thought about this, 
But there's a way that Cody loses this match, and he's still, he's fine. He's fine. There's, the end-all, be-all is not always winning the title. The chase is always what's there, and his chase has just started. So we'll talk about that more, but I think everybody's pretty much all in on Cody except for a few people. Yeah, very casual few people. I mean, it was in the cards since July. Yeah. Another one that just been building steam, Women's Royal Rumble. I mean, we, we knew Mommy was going to win this Royal Rumble. Come on. It's, it was the right choice. Absolutely. Now, she entered at number one, and I was like, I remember watching because I picked Rhea, and I was like, oh, she's just going to go bell to bell. Kind of sucked the drama out of it a bit because, like, I saw Liv Morgan, and I was like, no. Liv wanted number one, too. She was campa- campaigning for number yeah. one. They really could have just flip-flopped it. But they, they wanted, like, the mystique of yeah. one to 30. Now, first and foremost, they did the right thing. Uh, we'll talk about the rumble in a second. But Rhea said, I need to get mine back with Charlotte. Yep. Thank God. I know everybody's like, I want they Rhea and Bianca. They are complaining so much about that. Look, People are just complaining about everything. At this point, WWE fans will never be happy. No, but they're not fans. They're, you know, they're on the other side making different kind of complaints. But Rhea, if she gets her win back against Charlotte, everything is good. And ultimately what you're doing is you're building Rhea and Bianca probably next year. Now, we don't know how long either of them are going to hold the title if they win. I think it's a poor decision if Rhea loses again, even as the heel. I think that would be a bad decision. But they did the right thing. Rhea versus Charlotte is the match to make because there is juice there. It's a callback that wouldn't have happened under Vince, but Rhea immediately acknowledged it on Raw. Didn't even say Bianca's name. No. no. She was like, I know what I'm going for. And even as the heel, you got to go, yep, that's the right decision. I, I, I said it. I was like, look, I know, I know the juices in Rhea and Bianca, but the match is Rhea and Charlotte. There's layers to that match. Their roles are flipped. Rhea's now the heel, but I think Rhea's a better heel. Yep. I, Charlotte's not a good baby face. But it is what it is, which will make it better when she loses, I hope. But yeah, she got to be an asshole and complain and flip right back. Yeah, but the right decision was made. Now, you know what my favorite part of this Women's Royal Rumble was, right? My the girl came back. of Kanda. Woo! Yeah, Asuka's been on fire. And Carmelo's back on Monday. Yeah. By the way, Mela is money. But Carmelo is back. And Carmella's cutting the promo, and Oscar walks up. And it's the first time you see her, like, in real new character. Yeah. Cut the rumble, like, you just see the face paint, and people are like, oh, that's different. But if you didn't know, like, you didn't know. But it comes with, like, a full different character. And Carmella, like, talks about it. She's like, let me guess. You're just going to say, no one's ready for Oscar and, like, the comedy character. And I just, like, takes the glasses off, laughs at her, and, like, the, the blue goo just pops up. Like, and everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, everyone's like, I don't even know what this means, but I'm so excited. Because it's such a different character. No words were needed. None. None. And, and now, you know, she had a good showing at the Rumble. Made it to the end. Blew the mist in Liv's face. And <laughs> it was a good ending. It was a great ending. The, the you know, uh, flipping Liv out, Rhea doing that while Liv was blind. And when she was hitting her hands, I was like, oh my God, Liv is about to win this. Yep. And I was like, oh, and that that happened. But now you also have what they haven't yet had in the WWE heading into Mania is multiple women's programs outside of the title. So we don't know what Bianca's doing, right? We'll figure that out. And it, I'm not going to say it sucks, but it's not, it's not going to be big. It doesn't feel like it's going to be big. 
We don't got a headline every year. She's headlined you know, twice. She's good. She's good. She's she's had her moments. Yeah, she's her good. Becky main evented and then her and Sasha. Yeah, and she's a star. It yes. is what it is. Rhea and Charlotte's the match made. But now, whatever's going on with Becky and Bailey, now they're gonna do still cage match. I just don't feel like that's over. No. I don't know. I don't know if I'll end up being some kind of tag. But now you have Asuka back. You could either put Asuka and just flip her into a maniacal heel and have her work Bianca at Mania, or you get the match I've been we all have been asking for with Asuka and Eo Sarai or Eo Sky. Eo Sky, yep. Like there are multiple so now you have multiple programs with women. Now my prediction is that maybe Rhonda comes back at the fucking elimination chamber and then she's gonna end up being the one working Bianca. That's fine with me. As long as Bianca goes As long as Bianca nerfs her. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. But we have multiple storylines. So Yeah, I mean, in that chamber. Again, Piper Nevin's back. It? Piper Nevin's back. They gave her her name back. No more do drop shit. Shit. So, so Nikki Ash is gone. Yep. We got Nikki Cross, who her cardio is ridiculous because I would have been blown up running to the ring like that. Man, she hit that shit like it was a warrior sprint. So we got old Nikki Cross. We got Piper Nevin. Carmella's back. We got Oscar being Kana, the, the maniac. Like the women's. Even though I, I still think Raquel Rodriguez needs to. They'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, Lacey Evans is not the greatest. Right no, we got to get Lacey Evans out of the paint. Yeah, yeah. she I, needs to just go back to the dainty, like, Southern woman. Chelsea Green getting eliminated real quick, being like Karen now, the Karen, yeah. you know. And that could, that would be a funny gimmick. It could, but I don't know if it has a lot of shelf life. I mean, but, she's an asshole by nature. It has a ton of shelf life. Yeah, we'll see. It's like Austin Theory. <laughs> like, if you if you just yeah. turn up your character, like, it's, it's not hard. But Lacey Evans is the lost cause. I, I, I don't know why they give this woman so many chances and character changes. I, I don't understand. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop. I mean, they're giving people enough rope to, you know, slingshot your way to the top or hang yourself. Bro, like Lacey Evans has had like seven different gimmicks. Trying, man. They're going to bring her out with Sarge Slaughter next. Damn near. She did the Cobra Clutch. I was It'd like, be, oh, God. They're trying. The Cobra Clutch should have gave her some pull. I've seen people get cut for less. This woman keeps getting more chances. She's failing up. She's still here. Yeah. Every, her I mean, and Dana Brooke. Like, why is Dana Brooke still in this company? She's not good. She's a decent hand. She no, wrestles she, on like main she's event. Not, no, she's not a good hand. Young people go over on it. She's not, she's not good. But whatever. Anyway. Women's uh, Nia Rumble. Jax was back. Yeah. I mean, whatever. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, she got a place. I don't know if it's long term or that was a spot. No, it feels like she's she may be working for a bit. I don't know. I don't I don't think you bring her back and not sign her to work. She's good as a, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. big hand. They and, were missing that kind of. Yeah, but, you know, um, whatever. Yeah, so you, you have that. She'll play her part. Like, and I, I feel like you mentioned Nikki Cross. They're building that feud out as well. So, like, Nikki's going to, like, she's making the turn. It looks like Sanity might be coming back. Um, Her and Candice LeRae. She's been stalking Candice for, like, a month and a half. But they're now both in an elimination chamber. So you're building other feuds through the chamber. You know what you're not building? The women's tag division. That's the only one that's hurt. That's the only thing. It's like these, these two, Dakota Kai and EO have these damn tag titles. And it's just like trinkets. But they have great one-on-one matches every week. They like do. every other week. Like I'm mad. They're, they're doing really well and building this Becky one. And like Becky attacking both of them in the back. And dragging Dakota Kai out to like force the ladder. Um, not the ladder match, but the cage match. So it makes sense. But yeah, like they need a real foil. And I just don't know what tag team is really around. Like, Shotzi should probably be in a tag team while she's doing nothing. They got to figure this out. Um, if they can find her, like, a legit partner that actually meshes with them, 
And I don't know. I wish the Iconics were here. <laughs> like, yeah. there, there's no, like, legit tag team to really threaten them right now. So you keep the belts on them because where the hell else are they going to go? Yeah, so re- re- Women's Royal Rumble is fun. Um, so It's time. It's time. So, uh, it's time. So, Kel Dansby. Uh, that ain't the greatest, Dre. You still have to miss about Bray Wyatt? About Bray, yes. Really? Yeah. Um, this they, angle? No. Okay. Dre, I will admit it's over. It's, it's over. It's over. At this point, don't sink Bray Wyatt. I would say Uncle Howdy and the wild shit. It's, that battleship is sunk. You have to go. You and Alexa, go do whatever the hell y'all want. Because she's stuck. You and Alexa, you puppet master Alexa, y'all go and move Uncle Howdy that way. He missed an elbow drop. Yo, he <laughs> yo he misses the elbow drop, as we, we'll talk about. They the replayed it three times. Not only did they replay it, they posted it on social with the angle that you see him missing. clearly missed by like six feet to the right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, the social person get, should get fired for this. Yeah, it's a horrible angle. But listen, man, I told you that this, this was directionless and the payoff needed to be major. And this payoff was like a fart in a church. It stunk. And nobody wanted it. It was very <laughs> disrespectful. And the match sucked. The match was awful. It was awful. And you know, like, people were putting up, like, different memes and stuff. All I was thinking about is a Call of Duty guy that's riding shotgun in the car with the face paint just looking like, this is ridiculous. Because this was, this was bad. Bray Wyatt did not look good. In between the bells, he did not look good. LA Knight, it's like... It was a weird fucking match. It's like LA Knight, get him as far away from this as possible. Yeah, it's all, I mean, he's, he's going to be great. He's, he's gonna fine. Be fine, but, uh, yeah, move him. It, but it's you right. have this big-ass Mountain Dew neon logo, and you have this match. It wasn't pitch black. It was, in fact, the most lit match of the night. It was like a black light match. Yeah, like I saw everything. It was like it was like um, it wasn't creepy. What they do in like uh, CSI when they searching for like yeah, it's body, bodily fluid. It's so, it was a bodily fluid match. Someone said it was like forever unclean. Uh, <laughs> there was the MTV show. What is the name of the show where they go in people's bedrooms and they like <laughs> and you choose your date? It was like three people and you go in their bedrooms. Yo, someone. Room Raiders, or I think it's Room Raiders. That's it. Room Raiders. It was like, yo, it's the Room that's Raiders it, when the it. girls go in with the black light. It was that. And then someone else posted the Batman and Robin movie oh where Robin's God. like going through and the whole gang has like the yo, neon shit. It, this, oh uh, it, it wasn't a great idea. I understand like they ought to be sponsored and all this stuff. It wasn't smart because it wasn't dark. It wasn't creepy. I have seen that like a lot of kids really did like it. So I will admit, maybe it wasn't for me. It was, it was bad. Um, I think so. But I, I've seen, like, people are watching with their kids and, like, parents and all this. Sure. Kids, like, little kids, not, like, TikTok, right? Like, yeah. little-ass kids found it good and creepy and funny and, like, they liked the aesthetic. So maybe it wasn't for me, but that doesn't work for his character either. Like, it, it didn't further anything in my mind. And I don't got to spend too much time on Alexa Bliss match because it didn't last that long. She got uh, nerfed. Got her ass whooped. But that didn't further anything either. Like, they just ran the yeah. the silhouette, like, scratch. Like, you didn't tell me anything. It is over. To further any of that. So, like, with the Uncle Howdy shit, it's just like, I, I don't need that. I, I think what they gave me the Friday before Rumble was best. Bray went back to the Funhouse. There was no Howdy. 
or is it like a brief hot? Like, I don't even need that. Put him back in the fun house. Dog. Give him back his fiend mask. It's overkill. And let it run. No, this it Bray, is Bray signed for a lot of money. It ain't no. They're gonna let him do whatever the hell he wants. No, no, no. But what I, what I there this is this iteration. It it doesn't work. It's it's over. It is over. Like, how do you head into WrestleMania after this? There's no direction for it. There's no direction, and there's nobody. I can't see anybody in the locker room was like, yeah, I want to work with Bray. Like, the only person that could probably benefit from doing something with Bray right now because they're kind of, like, treading water is Karrion Cross. I was just about to say. That's it. That's, like, the only person. Everybody else, it's like, I don't. But you, you have to then get real creepy. <laughs> you can't Man, we, be glow sticks. It's, it, this is why I say it's this over. Step by, run step behind the maggots on the map. This, this was bad. The Bray Wyatt, I said it on Twitter. I said, Bray Wyatt is a movie trailer for wrestling. Bray Wyatt, you watch the movie trailer, and you're like, man, this movie's going to be really fucking good. I can't wait to see it. Then you watch the movie, and you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Like, what was that? And that's what I felt like with Bray Wyatt. Every time we have a Bray Wyatt storyline, it's good for a trailer. It's good for pieces that you go, I really want to see this. I want to see how it plays out. It's like Shyamalan movie. The Shyamalan movies have disappointed me so It's much. like, oh, what a twist. But now it's like everybody knows the twist is coming. And then you're just watching like, this is really stupid. Like, to, I have to sit through 90 minutes of this to get to this crap ending. That's what Bray Wyatt has become. He's a movie trailer wrestler. Maybe. Like, but now you're just expecting you want the payoff. You want the movie to be the end ring. If you're doing all this, you got to have a payoff. The, you watch Bray for everything he does except the end ring. The the weekly is the payoff. Like the story weekly is what makes people good, and no, then that's they're like, not a "All right, let's get through this match, and then it's we'll figure it out." It's a movie trailer. It um, is. It is it's like because the meat and potatoes is what happens when the bell sounds. Not for this guy. No, it is because but they're fumbling. What happens when the bell isn't going? Are they fumbling, or maybe Bray is also not good? Um, like maybe there's a this re- is too convoluted. They got to wheel it back. Like they they let Bray. Probably he came in with this idea. Trips has spoken to this before. He's like, the thing with Bray is he has a million ideas. You got to rein it in and make it make sense. But I think this one, they didn't. They gave him like a little too much rain. And it really doesn't make sense. Or if it's going to, it didn't make sense fast enough that people are like intrigued. Because like, I get the Uncle Howdy character more than most people, right? So what is there to get? I'm just, I'm letting you know. So the thing to get is, Bray's promos coming back were all about the white rabbit, right? And it's like, yo, what is the white rabbit symbolizing? Everything was a rabbit, what right? What is the white rabbit? The white rabbit in this entire plot is Alice in Wonderland. So the fun house and all the characters are supposed to be all the people seated at the table in Alice in Wonderland. And Uncle Howdy is nothing more than the Mad Hatter. That's why he's dressed like that. He's the Mad Hatter character in this. Bray is Alice. He goes down different rabbit holes, and these are his characters. You're supposed to explain it, hence the white rabbit. Uncle Howdy is supposed to lead him through the rabbit holes to find himself, find his evil self. This is all just Alice in Wonderland. All the dolls that are real now, real-life dolls, and they popped up, there are just people around the table. That's what it's supposed to be. It never got there. All right. That, honest to God, this uh, is no, what no, the no. thing is. That, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Like, He's the M. Night Shyamalan of pro wrestlers. <laughs> because at, they keep letting him make movies. Yeah. And they keep being bad. The Fiend was a good movie. No, no, no. The, Fiend was, up the Fiend. Fiend was a good idea. It was not a good movie. 
Till the red cell. M. Night Shyamalan made the sixth sense, and we were all in. <gasps> he sees dead people. He's been dead the entire... If it's a spoiler, it's too goddamn bad. You should have seen The Sixth Sense. It's like 20 years old. But that was it. And the, and the studio was like, that's right, Shyamalan. Go ahead and make whatever you want. He made a bunch of crap movies. With good premises. With great trailers. I think the only movie that I've liked of Shyamalan since was like The Visit. I actually kind of liked The Visit. Yeah. But if you... Like, what was the one with Mark Wahlberg with the crops? Don't tell me. It was sucked. That's all that matters. <laughs> Like, he's about to come out with Knocking the Cabin, which I'm, like, looking at Batista, and I'm like, all right, dude, good for Batista's you. Batista's such a good actor, too. I know. Like, don't fuck up Batista. But there was, like, the, there, was the, there, was the, there was one where they were in the elevator. That's Bray Wyatt. It's a bunch of ideas on paper, but they just don't execute. And then you get to the end, and you're like, really? So Bray Wyatt is the M. Night Shyamalan of pro wrestlers. You got, sooner or later, you just got to cut his budget. They released him once. I'm not saying get rid of him, but at a certain point, like with Shyamalan, you got to, as a the studio, you got to, let me see that script. Sir, let always, me, let there's me always see that one. Script. What was the one? Bruce Willis and the Ghost Kid. There's always one of those. It was Sixth Sense. Six but sense. Other than That's six, it. You're, they you're were hoping for one of those. Some people loved Unbreakable. Some people did not. I liked Unbreakable. Right? But then it, it just, it, there's more, there's too many misses. And they just keep, the studio has to say, give me that script. Give me that. Give me that. No more twists. No more twists. <laughs> You stop with those damn twists. Yeah, it's time for someone to step in. Yeah, somebody's got to uh, step in. You got to rein it back in. Because, again, I, I see what it was supposed to be. I see the characters. It's not getting there. No. And you have to make it. What is not is easily digestible. Well, not only that, like, let's like, just. It's let's, too convoluted. Let's just remember, this is pro wrestling, right? Pro wrestling. I don't, you can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want. The foundation is pro wrestling. I maintain that you need sports in sports entertainment. There is no sports in what Bray Wyatt does. Because it's a story that's just meandering week after week and he's not wrestling. So there is no sports in entertainment. The man is just doing entertainment. And somebody has to go, Bray, get your ass in the ring and do something. <laughs> or be extremely good at the entertainment. But now it's, it's I've seen this too many times. I'm... I'm saying it now. I am done with Bray Wyatt. I'm finished. I'm out. You never really liked him any. No, that's a lie. The like, Riverboat Bray was like the last time. That was like I, eight years ago. But I love that Bray Wyatt. I thought The Fiend, the introduction was great. The execution was poor. I told you, after he wins one match against Finn, they were like, let's put him with Rollins. I said it on this show. I said, it's over. It's done. You move too fast. It's unfortunate. It's not even, I don't even know if that's totally Bray's fault. But now I'm starting to think, after watching this, I was like, ah, oh, some of the blame is on Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he's doing a lot. I think he's overly ambitious, but he forgets the foundation. It's like being an athlete, a quarterback, and doing everything but throwing the ball. <laughs> it's like, oh, I can read defenses, but can you throw the ball? So it was like your Niners last year. Yes, weekend. it was like watching like Brock Purdy. You did Purdy. everything besides throw the ball. Now the it's like we know what's coming, and you're just going to try to mask it in different ways, but can you throw the ball? And he's like, I can't throw the ball. Uh, didn't work out. Bray well Wyatt can't throw the ball. You know what? Then they got to get him somebody that can. Well, I don't know if they can. The dance partner always has to be equally great, right? Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm on my frozen shit with this right now. Let it go. Let it go. It's <laughs> no, over, they gotta, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, the storyline has to change for Bray. Uh, Alexa, God bless. I don't know. Good Just, luck. Good luck. Go back to your original character. Just give it up. I don't know. Don't even... Don't corrupt her in this story. This way you need Tony Khan is just like, let's just act like it didn't happen. happen. Just scrap it. <laughs> and just move forward. Um... 
yeah, at this point, I don't even know if I even need Bray at Mania. Scrap it. Injury angle. Something. Just get rid of it. And then come back to the drawing board after that. We're going to hit a break, though, and then we're going to get back to the drawing board because it's all bloodline talk after we come back. The best story in pro wrestling. Yes. And uh, we're going to dive into all aspects of it. So you guys don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with that and talk of our bets. All right, just that quick, we are back talking everything bloodline. Wait, stop. Before we before we talk about the bet. Yeah. Before we talk about bloodline, we're gonna talk about this more when we get closer to WrestleMania. Sure. Have you seen this GCW Janela Spring Break card that they're putting together? Phenomenal. Kota Ibushi's back. Yep. They're doing speedball. Speedball. Versus Viking. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if this is gonna be a midnight show like usual. No, it starts at nine. Oh, which is midnight on the East Coast. Well, here's the thing. So Friday is Ring of Honor. Yep. Is that I believe the doors are at three, so it starts at four. SmackDown starts at five. So those are two we're going to run into each other. So you're going to have to make some tough choices. I think I know my choice. But then you have an hour before Joey Janela's spring break starts. That's your night. Same venue as ROH? No. It's a different venue. Oh, my God. But it's about... He's about 20 minutes away from, from either of those. I don't know how bad it's LA traffic, right? But And I have to park at both places. That's the Yeah, well, I'm, I'm driving to LA. I was like, should I fly? And I was like, nah, I want I'm driving from here to LA. Yeah. But maybe I'll uh caravan nah, with you that day. Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna have to carpool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have Ring of Honor, SmackDown, but you have this GCW show. And the way they're stacking this show, this might be the best. Mike could be the best show of the weekend. Yep. George Janelle's spring break could be the best show of the weekend. He always books his ass off anyway. Yeah, I mean, the collective as a whole, shout out to Brett Lauderdale, has been on the show. Like, this is what they do. Yep. I, I think it's Big Gray Brunch 6. Yeah. I, I text Brett this morning. And I was like, what are you trying to do to me? I haven't been to WrestleMania since before the pandemic. 2019, Kofi Mania. It's the last time I've been to a Mania week. I didn't go in 2020, obviously. Didn't go in 2021. I'm back. But now it's like, dog, you, what are you doing to me? Did we get Wally Mania this year too? Yes, we did. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I was supposed to break that, but yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, there are, there are some things in the works. Uh, I've been working closely with Kaz and the crew. Yes, there will be a Wally Mania at WrestleMania this week, and that it won't interfere. It's going to interfere probably with one show that yeah. we want to see. We'll see. For the culture is at 11.59 p.m. on Thursday night. Wow. Yeah. So it's a stupid late show. And my old ass, my, you know, my kids keep me up. Like, I go to sleep at like 9 o'clock. I'm going to have to be on some other shit. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend. But yeah, I'm going to be awake. The return of Kota Ibushi and he's working Bloodsport on Thursday? Lord have mercy. Now, we can get, we'll get into that as everything goes along and Ring of Honor. blah. But I just had to say that because they announced it as we were recording the show. And I was like, oh, my God. Kota Ibushi at Bloodsport. Kota Ibushi makes his GCW debut at Joey Janelle Spring Break. And he's, he can't just be working anybody. It's got to be like a fan. I don't know who yeah. he's going to work. But I'm, I'm so ready. You, you look at that and then you're like, he can't just be here for those shows. No, you got to figure out where. Like, does he show up at Ring of Honor? Like, Kota Ibushi is a maniac. Is that as it is. So much, so much. But yeah, WrestleMania weekend, 
we're going to be there, obviously. Um, we may do some podcasts there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure we will. It's, it's going to be a busy some week. shows that week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah obligated yeah. to do so. So, so Night's yeah. Mania, NXT on Saturday, WrestleMania on Saturday, WrestleMania on Sunday. Yeah. As of right now in my head, I'm going there Thursday morning and staying until Monday morning. I believe that's, that's a, what I'm doing. That's about right. And then I have the Shakur fight the week after. I'm going to be dead. Yeah, I think we're all going to be dead. It's all right. It's fine. The YOLO. Week, and, the week before, <laughs> and the week before is Benavidez plant in Vegas. SmackDown, the, go, with this, the week before the go-home show is in Vegas. And I, I won't believe, even be here for There's like an NCAA tournament the, the, is, is that weekend as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to be here for that. So. You're not going to be here for Benavidez plant? No. Nah. Where the hell are you going to be? Um, oh, bachelor party. Bachelor party. Throwing a oh, bachelor you, party in Mexico. You enjoy that. Yeah, so I will miss SmackDown. Tell E I said what up. I mean, we're going to chill with Ian. <laughs> in LA, I'm sure. We'll see at E during WrestleMania week. But um, still, it's always fun to catch up with E when we're in, in Vegas. I'm sure he would have came out. Damn right, he's coming out. It's a SmackDown here. And then the fight, he ain't missing the fight. Well, yeah, we're talking about it. We're I know, I know E. Like, even E don't care. We, I mean, I pulled a crate over for the man. The man sat on a on a crate during the fight to watch it <laughs> on a production crate. Uh, he don't care. He's like, "What? I get to watch boxing?" Like, "Yo, you, no, he don't, you're a star." He, he I don't care. Man. Doesn't. I just want to see the fight. Yeah, like, he legitimately doesn't. He, he don't care. He'll see wherever the hell he, he'll sit on the stool yeah. in between rounds. Yeah, and who's gonna say anything to him? Look, at <laughs> him. <laughs> just, just pectoral muscles just yeah. bouncing. Like no one's saying to him. He's gotten bigger, also. No, he's not. He's gotten smaller. No, he is not. He is he has lost fat and he's gained muscle. Uh, we've talked every, you know, we talk yeah. all the time. And I'm like, yo, what do you he he was on a Zoom the other day, like we had our heroes rock Zoom. Um announcement coming soon. And uh we were all sitting there, it was like me and Johnny, and I can't remember who else, uh Brian Telwigger, who, who's working with us as well. We we're all sitting there and you know, he's he usually eats because he eats on like a clock. We're all sitting there, it was like, Are you bigger? And Brian's like, I think he's bigger. And it's like every week that we talk, we like compare the screenshot from the last time we talked. He's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's bigger. And I know people are going to immediately go, oh, he's coming back. Look, man, I'm tired. I'm not going to talk about that man's business. He's just getting bigger. That's it. He's got nothing else to do. Yeah, just, just eat work out. He eats and works out and talks to us. But. Yeah, and, and has no paintings on his wall. He has nothing on his wall. Bare ass house. This man has a, he's like a college student. <laughs> no, but at least a college student has a poster or like a woman or something. There's nothing. Just kitchen. Like, look at, I'm like, yo, put something up. Xbox sitting on the floor. <laughs> Anything. Like, cut it. I'm, something. Put my man's business up. Oh, uh, but no, nah, yeah. So it, it's going to be a fun week. Dre, I'm just going to come out and say I'm going to lose that bet. Go ahead. Let's, let's, talk, so let's right. talk about the bet. Now, mind you, I before Royal Rumble started, I just came back from a bottomless brunch. Yes, you did. I was loaded. I had not started I started drinking as Royal Rumble started because I was... Uh, I was working. I had like fights to cover. Yeah, the there morning. was there was what the uh, hell was the fight then? Better oh, be a better be a which we'll talk about. Yeah, uh, in a boxing show. So that was in the UK. Yeah, I was drinking while I was watching that. Yeah, I was. I was paternity leave. Is, I, I drank no when fun. I got home. <laughs> I drank when Royal Rumble started. My son Soaking went to sleep. In. I drank some more, and then then you bet me, and I was like, he's drunk. He can't yeah. be serious. So I, I drink a fair amount, mostly because again, I blame you for this. You. Total Wine is such like a, a oh, cheat code. A so I went to Total Wine, and the guy cornered me. He's like, oh, you're looking at whiskeys? Come here. And they have like this table. Yes. That's like, like, yo, we only got like two bottles left of this. And it's like 
a $110 bottle of whiskey for 20 bucks. I was like, oh, really? Uh, they had like an $80 bottle of tequila. It was 15 I bought tequila. I don't even drink tequila. So hence, you know, I was on the tequila too. Lord knows what I do when I'm on the tequila. So I'm watching this. I got hype off of the first match. Match was good. Uh, the Wyatt match upset me. So then I really, I was like, there's nothing else to do. Might as well uh, eat and then have a drink or two. So I'm like a couple drinks in by the time we're chatting about this main event. And with the way the main event finishes, and we'll go into all the theatrics and specifics here in a second. I was just like, Dre, is it. They can't do it. They need to split the belts. You know, I've been all about splitting the belts. They need to split the belts. They got to do one defense one night, one defense the next. Whichever order it happens. Sammy got to be one. Then Cody got to be the other. Kellen not splitting the belts. No, it's not going to Dre, they got to split the belts. One is going to be one night. One's going to be, I, I was waffling. Maybe Sammy's still the first night. And then Cody, I was like, nah, he can wrestle. They could be the curtain jerk. Roman, Sammy to open hot. And then the next night, Roman, Cody to close it out. Cody gets the moment, whatever. Fireworks, whatever. Dre, they got to be two. Well, a poster was released the other day. Not that these posters are the end all be all. Cody calls out Roman. There's two belts on Roman's shoulders. That was, as was pointed out to me, AJ Springer reverse rat pack. And my Marcus Vandenberg. Yes, there's two belts on that poster. It's not looking good for my bet. Now, if I would have sobered up like I did the next day, it was better theories than mine. I can admit this. It looks like, because I always thought, well, Roman and Owens would end in like weird shenanigans. Mm-hmm. They run it back at Elimination Chamber. Mm-mm. Sammy making the save in front of a hometown crowd. It appears all signs pointing towards Sammy versus Roman at the Chamber yep. in Montreal, which that pop for Sammy coming out is stupid. Yeah. And there's so much other shit we don't even know about. We'll talk about like the match and craziness. But yeah, uh, no, nah, they're not going to run two matches. No, nah, they're not splitting these belts. And they, I still want the belt split, but it's not going to happen. And they're damn sure he's splitting two matches. They're not. They're not splitting the belts, Mania. Like I don't know if the, the Twitter gassed you as well because the Twitter was doing the same thing. That's Sammy one night, Cody the others, and one for the universal. Oh, I thought it would make sense at the time. <clears throat> but here the juice. But I, I went back on what I've been saying the whole time. That's what got me in trouble. I knew better. I've been you, saying it you the whole knew time. Better, but you also got to think of it like this: Roman has been this dominant champion for all this time. What was he fifth all time now? Yes. Longest title reigns? He's going to end up being fourth and if he takes it into Mania. The most important thing is that he's undefeated. He has not been pinned. Do you know the last person to pin Roman Reigns three years ago? It was like Bray Wyatt or something? I found this out. Braun Strowman? Nope. Who was it? You're close. Baron Corbin. He's the last person to pin Roman Reigns. The, the stupid dog food shit. Remember their feud? Put dog food in his face? Good old Vince. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Baron Corbin was the last man... To pin Roman Reigns. So this man has... Baron Corbin doing the Rumble. Not good. <laughs> so this man has been basically indestructible. Nobody can beat him, right? It's not even about the belts anymore. Even though that's what's important. It's not about the belts anymore. If you split the belts up and he loses, it just takes the luster of him winning or losing the other match. 
the juice is beating Roman Reigns for both of those belts. Because it's not, it's not two different belts. He's the undisputed universal champion. So you have to beat him for both belts. Yep. You can split him up after that. But the journey here is like, who is going to beat Roman Reigns? Now, if Cody were to beat Roman and Cody decides, I don't want this belt, here's the other one, which I don't even know why he would do that. That's when they split the belts. You can't split them now. Roman working two nights? That doesn't even make any sense. No. Because you got other things that you can do. But the, the whole thing is Roman, Cody, can somebody finally dethrone this man for both of these titles? But it's like, you got to beat him. If he were to lose one belt on night one or win a belt, it's like, it's just, it's not the same. So, yes, that means you still owe me two. So you can feed me every day a WrestleMania weekend if I'm hungry. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. You could. You don't got enough time for that. I don't. That's big the problem. Shit. You don't even got enough time. You know I don't three. have time to eat like that. <laughs> like, it's getting to the point then now. Then you got to take a nap. Yeah, like, it, be all it feels bad. like you're betting me now just to stack these <laughs> things up knowing that I can't cash them in. It's like, you ain't that hungry. <laughs> you ain't that hungry. You, ain't, you can't eat eight no. brunches. No, it's but too busy. This, this was the bet. Now, let's talk about the match itself. Of course, the match was great. Kevin Owens. Did everything. There was one botch. And I saw people was like, you, you going to talk about him? And I was like, no, it's Kevin Owens. Who's going to talk about Kevin Owens? He's incredible. He had a, oh, and they, a moonsault botch, whatever. Yeah, and Who they cares? came back. Roman, like, rolls under him to kind of protect him. Yeah. Then he comes back, he rolls Roman's ass there and does it again. Yeah, so uh, anyway, Played it off that. perfectly fine. So the match, the match was great. But everything was about the post-match. Oh, don't skip the best part of the match. Which, which Roman annihilating Kevin Owens oh. on the steel steps. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no protecting yourself from that one. No. I was like, oh. Yeah, I wanted to, like, there's a bunch of people in the indies right now going, I'm going to use that spot. God, no. And they're going to die. I don't know how you do that safely. I don't think you can do it safely. He just ate that one? Like a Foley chair shot? It's what, this is what Kevin Owens does, man. <laughs> like, Kevin Owens is an underrated bumper. Like, people talk about his offense a lot, but this man, again, if you haven't watched his PWG matches with... El Generico, please go back and watch the brain buster he takes off the top turnbuckle onto the top turnbuckle. It is one of the most ridiculous spots you'll see because, like, you can't even protect your neck. You're just going straight down. But he takes these crazy bumps. But, yes, Roman and Kevin, like, we knew Kevin wasn't going to win. But it was fine because the story was where it was at. And the Usos didn't come out to start. It was just Sammy. And then we get, I mean, I'll let you walk through this story and then we can kind of break off where this leads to. Yeah, so we we get a clean finish. Yeah. Um, with Roman winning. And it looked several times like Owens had him. You suspend you know, you sp- suspend belief because it's so good. But it ends how we thought it was going to end. And that is then where the true match or point in this match begins. Because Roman... Beats the hell out of Kevin Owens. One point, he asks Paul Heyman for the cuffs. Kinky Roman. Oh, the women loved it. The women on Twitter had a field day with the Roman and the cuffs. Cuff me, Roman. Yeah, they were just eating, just twirling them about. They were just sucio all over Twitter. Fear me, Roman. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, they, they were going crazy. And you look at that point, and it's like, all right, what are we going to have here? The whole bloodline comes out. 
They're all celebrating. They got the lays. Throwing the lay over Sammy. Because, again, Sammy didn't stop Kevin Owens from losing. Right. He, cool. Roman's like, no, we're good. Like, you did what you were supposed to do. You're on our side. And then Roman gets the chair. And Roman beating the hell out. <laughs> they, Usos cuff him to the thing. Now it's time for Sammy to do his final test. Sammy, you hit Kevin Owens. Sammy's taking a long time thinking about this. The camera's panning around. Everyone's hype. Both, oh, like, by the way, both Usos beat the shit out of Kevin Owens too. A million super kicks. Yeah. Sammy gets the chair. Doesn't do it. Roman turns around. Smush faces. Like, like Jay-Z back in 99. Oh, yeah. In the hallway. Yeah. You're too young for that. Shouldn't be with her, bro. But anyway, Jay-Z switch face. Ah. So Roman hits Sammy with that twice. At this point, Sammy's just like, damn. Roman's like, do it. Roman turns around. Sammy Zayn, still chaired to the back of Roman Reigns. If you freeze frame, wide shot, freeze frame just that moment, it's one of the best photos in WWE history. It's as good as when uh, Kevin Owens gave Chris Jericho the list. Oh, yeah. And his face is just like, what? It is his name on the list. The freeze frame of this, because everyone reacted so differently. Jay had his back turned. He didn't want to see it either. But he had his back turned only after Roman was punking out. Yep. Sammy. He was disgusted. PTSD. Yes. That's okay. Yes. PTSD. Let, let's, let's hit on that real quick, because, yes, I think a lot of people may have theorized this on Twitter, but it's... This is what Roman did to me. Yep. This is what Roman, he pumped me out. And the look of disgust on Jay's face was like, I've seen this before. Am I Roman's bitch? Because that's what he's trying to make Sammy, his bitch. Yep. And he couldn't take it. He could not take it. And it, we'll talk about where this could lead to, but oh, that's, that's over a year ago. Yeah. Damn near two. And now you start to go, wait a second. This might be Jay's story all along. It has been a Jay and Sammy story from the beginning. But even if you remove Sammy from the equation. Oh, it's been, yeah, Jay is the catalyst. Like, this is the Jay story all along. Now, depending on how this ends, it can go in a bunch of directions. But this is that time where you don't even need the camera on you to be aware. And Jay was aware that people would notice this. Yep. It's like, uh, it was Agatha all along. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Jay Jay is just so perfect. It's the little things that he does, right? So, and that same moment, Jimmy's looking like, all right, do it, Sammy. Like, he, there's, when the chair strike hits, Jimmy's reaction is as good as anyone's. Because Sammy was his boy. Yep. Before he was anyone else's boy in the bloodline, Sammy was his boy. And the handshakes. They had everything. Sammy was his dude. Yep. And he was like, wow. That's betrayal. Betrayal. So everyone had a different emotion. And Solo was just like, <laughs> Solo didn't move. He's like, hey, man, this is regular in my world. Roman got hit. Solo ain't move. He was like, we got to kill him now? That's it. He don't move until he gets the order. Yep. So he didn't move. And even Ham- after Roman got hit. And Heyman's face. Heyman's face was... Fear. Heyman had the fear of, oh my God, you're going to die. Yep. But Heyman knew 
So Heyman, it was fear, but it was vindication. Yeah, it was like, I told you so. Yep. Roman had the face of shock. The same face. The same face. And the same, the way he fell to, is the same same way way. when Seth hit him, the elbows went back. He's like, oh. Right, face onto the rope, on the bottom rope. The same exact way he was betrayed before. Yep. Stop turning your back on people. (laughs) The funniest joke on Twitter, which is crazy. It was like, Roman gonna learn. Don't turn your back on white people. It was the funniest joke on Twitter. Yeah, he's kind of right. But, like, it was, like, one of those things where it was just, like, everyone had a different emotion, different reaction. And Sammy immediately doesn't turn to Jimmy. Turns to Jay. I'm sorry. To Jay. It just got cool. Yep. At this point, Jimmy says, fuck it. Super kicks the shit out of him. It was almost like a defending Roman. Yeah, it's like, it was a reaction. Yeah. He's so betrayed by Sammy because he's like, you're my dog. You're making me look bad. Jay just started liking you. Yep. What are you doing apologizing to him? Yeah. What are you, am I not here? No. Super kicks the shit out. <laughs> like, how dare you? And then at that point, Solo goes crazy. <laughs> so it's like, as soon as Roman gets up, Solo goes crazy. But, and then when it's Jay's turn, no. He dips. Walks out. But Jimmy... Two lines. And you can't even script this much. It's so great off the cuff. Two lines. And he is like, you think he's your brother? Yep. He's your family? I'm your brother. This is your family. He walks away. Because Jay, when Sammy did it, he was like, how could you do this? You're my brother. We're family. And another thing, and someone, I forgot who it was on Twitter, great job. They are like, the betrayal of Sammy to Jimmy. And then, because all along, Sammy brought him in because we're family. And to know Sammy was taking his brother away. And the jealousy hurt more than anything. More than Sammy and Rome. The, what I did for Jay, when Jay was getting his ass whooped by Roman and everything, I had his back. We're brothers. And you're taking my brother away. And you're going to walk off on us? Like, I stopped Roman from doing this to you. What are you doing? And leaving me here by myself. So it's the layers, the depth from everyone. Solo Sokoa ready. We talked ready to go to war. He'd been waiting, waiting for the green light. And Roman, the fuck you Roman chance. Oh, this is where you were like, where people were like, man, is he too much of a fan favorite? Nope. Nope. As soon as the turn was going to happen. You knew it. Mega heel. Yes. Monster heel. Yep. So, now that all that's happened, this is cinema, this is art. Give him an Emmy. Give Jay Uso Best Supporting Actor in a drama or a comedy series. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen people lose their mind. This means Sammy should work Roman at WrestleMania. Hmm. That's Cody's job right now. Because, yes, if Sammy won the Royal Rumble, you may have something here. But the story has always been Cody trying to be the one to dethrone Roman. Now. And they kept him out of the Rumble. Smartly so. Very smart. The smartest thing they can do right now is keep Sammy and Cody, never put them in the same room together. Right? You notice, no bloodline presence on Raw. No. None. It was Cody bookending the show. Yes. But you got to keep them away from each other because you don't want one to gobble up the other. Now. 
real quick, we'll talk about Cody and Roman, why this is important. I don't think Roman's going to lose at WrestleMania. If you ask me today, the reason why is they keep referencing how many days are left until he breaks the all-time record. And I feel like maybe he just does beat Cody. Because as I mentioned last week, if Cody beats Roman, then what? Now, obviously, we've gone through. There's many directions you can go. But I feel like it's not over with the bloodline yet. No. And if Cody loses, and it's like, I did all this, and I didn't achieve my dream, and there's, a, there's, there's sympathy for Cody now in working his way back up the ladder, which could be fine. And if you break the record, it takes you to SummerSlam, where it could be Sami Zayn or Jey Uso. You have options. But if, if you put Sammy in this match with Roman, you leave Kevin Owens with nothing to do. You leave the Usos with nothing to do. Now, I know that people are going to say, well, it's just a tag match. No, man, that TLC match at WrestleMania 17 is something we still talk about to this day. The level of violence that's going to happen when the Usos and Owens and Zayn finally get into the ring together is I feel like it should be a ladder match. It should be something. Oh, yeah, the stakes have to be high. The stake, But the stakes are going to be high because it'll be a blood feud more than anything else. Because as I anticipate, jail's come around back to the bloodline. And whatever, because if they're doing Sammy versus Roman at Elimination Chamber, because we couldn't have scripted this any better. You're putting him in the right location. And Kevin Owens, who I predict we won't see until Elimination Chamber, it's only like two and a half weeks away. Yep. So you can keep Kevin Owens off camera for a while nursing an injury. If Jey Uso calls Sami Zayn and the bloodline are going to beat him and Kevin Owens makes a save in Montreal and those two embrace in the ring, that pop is going to be nuclear. Yep. That's your main event of night one of WrestleMania, this tag match. Because the most important thing about WrestleMania for this particular WrestleMania is that it can't all the stakes can't be all in one match. Cody and Roman are going to have a match. And Cody's dream is going to be this over, it's going to overwhelm the room. Can you topple the monster? But that tag match, the level of hatred, the level of violence, that is your other main event. I think that's what makes WrestleMania great is if you have multiple matches that mean something to people. Is it a consolation prize? No, Sammy's journey is not over. No. You think even if they beat the Usos, however it happens, maybe they lose. I don't know. You think Sammy's done going after the bloodline? It's not over here. So I think some WrestleMania is like a reset for a lot of people at the end all be all, but I think this particular WrestleMania, that could be your main event of night one, or it could be the opener and just tear the house down. If you've watched Kevin Owens and El Generico as a tag team, first of all, the video package for it? Oh. Unfortunately, they won't have access to the Ring of Honor stuff because they have to call Mr. Tony Khan for that. Yes. But they, I'm sure they can drunk, They have enough photos together. Yo, PWG. Yeah. Let me holla at you. <laughs> you there's enough out there that you, can, that you can build this brothers versus brothers match. And I said it on Twitter. I was like, if there was ever a time for blood, it'd be this. Like, I want these two teams to murder each other. Yep. But right, don't be mad that it's, it's not Sammy against Roman at WrestleMania. It is okay. Oh, they're going to put on one hell of a match. Yes. Cody is going to be fine. Roman's going to be fine. The fans love Cody. Cody's going to cut promo after promo that makes us believe in him. Him and Roman are going to cross paths, and it's going to be like, really? 
Yeah, and you look at a mania, if, if Sammy and a KO go over on them to close the show, you're telling me there's not going to be a shot of Roman watching the TV in the back? Bruh. Super pissed, and it's just like, now he knows he's the last one with gold. He's the last one to really hold up holding up the bloodline and the pressure and everything on his face. Come the on, story man. going into night two. I, and, for, and, and furthermore, it's like Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Is like, it, it is... You think Roman's not going to tear down Dusty Rhodes in the, in the build of this match? Because Dusty was kind of like the mentor NXT. You don't think they'll talk about this? Oh, so much to be there. It's going to be it's going to be great. Don't be mad because it's not like like Daniel Bryan was the only option. And when we didn't get it, when it felt like we weren't getting it, we felt like these guys don't deserve it. Cody deserves it. Yep. That pop in his contract, I'm sure, stipulates that this man is going to work WrestleMania in the main event. Those entrances are going to be epic. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a tag team, whatever happens in Montreal, but what these guys do against the Uso, it only elevates the tag titles. This is the first time that the tag team titles are going to mean something at WrestleMania since TLC. <laughs> Nobody's cared about the tag no. team titles at WrestleMania. And people, and I understand, like, being the world champion is, is the end-all be-all for someone. And, and Sami, probably off of this, will carry momentum for years and maybe... Next September, October, he can hold the belt, whatever, right? Like, sure, you're not winning Mania main event, whatever. But you can have your headlining moment and and crush it and be just fine. Headlining WrestleMania with one of your best friends in the world, where you guys started a pro wrestling journey at 13 years old, together. Yeah. Gone every step of the way, twist and turns here and there, together. Every part of your story is tied together since 13 years old. That's brothers. Head, headlining a WrestleMania with that guy by your side and both holding up titles? I think Sammy will be like, you know what? Oh. This, this is a different type of dream. Not only is he good, regardless of how this match happens, the violence. Like, I'm sure there's a part of Sammy Zayn. It's part of the whole company. was like, well, if Sammy beats Kevin, then what? Mm-hmm. That's like, there's a lot of the, like, the then what? Because Roman's still at the top of his game. Yes. And Roman takes periodic vacations. It'll be a good time for him. Yeah, there'll eventually Come be back. a time. Yeah, but vengeful. Bruh, it is okay. This, these, oh my God. You know why it's really great? Because the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens story always, always returns to the same thing. Yeah, they'll kill each other again. Kevin Owens is going to turn on him. He's going to kill each other. I mean. And it's going to be, you think. Maybe Sammy turns on Kevin at some point. Who knows? You think this bloodline feud is good? And I get it. It was amazing. Starting in July, really made you care. All this stuff. You think this is good? Tell Kevin Owens versus Sammy Zayn on a main level. That'd be crazy. 20 plus years of history in a main event program. You ain't seen shit yet. All right. Before we go, I said at the beginning of the show, where does this story rank in the history of great pro wrestling stories? It's, it's, it's not over. It's up there. And right off the bat, the first stories I thought of was Hogan Savage, yes. even though I hated the ending. Hogan eats like three elbow drops and just hulks up and it's over. But it was a very well-turned story, but there was no Raw. There was no weekly television at that time yeah. to build it. Obviously, we had Punk, the summer of Punk, but it was so short. You had the Daniel Bryan story. Even that. It's probably the greatest story in... WWE history. It was great because, you know, it overcome odds. Yeah. Kofi Mania was kind of by accident. Yeah. And that was brief. 
Uh, Elimination Chamber through Mania. Yeah. Dusty Rose and Ric Flair or the Von Erichs and the Freebirds oh. were like, they were like the, some of the most violent feuds we've ever seen. But in terms of pure storytelling and keeping me invested and ha- like with multiple people playing their role, this is one of the best storylines. It's definitely the best storyline of the decade. Early NWO. Early NWO. Outsiders was, showing up. That, and that was, I was waiting for you to say, that is the one. Yeah. That was the best storyline in the history of pro wrestling. It broke pro wrestling. That, that's the Roy Jones of pro wrestling storyline. So good. Phenomenal. And they fucked it up at the end. If you can just ignore the end, it's Anderson Silva. Like, if you can ignore the end, you're all right. It, but all right. the NWO fizzled. when in, You had NWO Wolfpack, NWO, or LWO. You had... I mean, Virgil's in it. Like, it went so far left that you you really fucked up if you're trying to tell the story as a whole. In that vacuum, to Rafter Sting coming down. Oh, all of it, yeah. If you end it right after that, Sting turning to the NWO was the end of it. That was the worst worst fucking decision ever. Well, yeah, the Wolfpack nonsense. But yeah, 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 like yeah. Red and Bite. Like, to Sting coming down with the... All that was great. That's it. If you end it right after that, in the vacuum, those months, Bruh, listen, that might be the best. It started like Game of Thrones and ended like Dexter. <laughs> it's horrible. That's it. But that, that was the greatest story in pro wrestling because everybody was in it. It almost sunk the WWE. Right. It was so dynamic. It was like, it's, and somehow, yeah, Goldberg and like a parallel storyline. It, it was, was nuts. I mean, it was absolutely nuts. Yeah. But this is nuanced storytelling on a different level. And WWE hasn't had a story like this in ages. And yeah. it, it hasn't, because everything else that I mentioned, punk, not, even, not necessarily punk, Brian, Kofi, accidents. Yes. Pure, and like Kofi, was more organic. Yeah, but it, but it was an accident. Like yeah. Ali had to get hurt for Kofi to get in the chamber and everybody was like, oh shit, we really want Kofi. And then Vince finally acquiesced, which... Mostly it was great, but it was only two months long. Like, they have told this story. And it's like, thank you, Vince, for being gone, for not messing this up. Yep. But this is fantastic. Yes. Yes, it is. So, you guys let us know what your number one story in wrestling history is. And if you think this could catch it, with or without Sammy versus Roman Reigns at <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, we can't wait to see how everything plays out. It's only 60 days. No, man. Go by in a blink. Right around the corner. We'll be at WrestleMania week um, shortly. It'll feel like it's tomorrow. If you guys are out there, hit us up. Let's chill. It's going to be a family, like a whole family affair. People were wild out. Have so much fun in San Antonio. Made San Antonio look fun. And, uh, but like, again, Fightful People, Seahawk, every black wrestling podcast. Everybody's out there having a blast. Can't wait until we're all in LA. Also having fun being at indie shows. It, we haven't done it since before the pandemic. I know, man. I'm ready. Yeah. it's We're long overdue, so I cannot wait. Make sure you guys, in the meantime, though, follow us on social media, at Corner Podcast underscore Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram, at Corner Pod on Twitter. TikTok. Oh, excuse me, on TikTok. The Tiki Talk. On the Tiki Talk uh, for the kids. At Corner Pod on TikTok. Follow us on YouTube as well. For everyone here at Blue Wire Studios, for myself, the old man Andreas Hell. Till next time, we're out. Peace.